Well, here we are. You hear the music. Time now for our bi-weekly Berkshire Hathaway podcast. And gracing the studios of GFBS once again, realty expert Adam Helgeson. Adam, it's been a whole couple of days. How have you been, man? I've been doing good. How are you doing, John? Good, good, good. Uh, One thing I want to talk about today, uh, Adam, is um, we know about your military, uh, and thank you again, but a lot of people getting either transferred or going from one base to another, or which we are finding out in Grand Forks, a lot of people, when they're done with their military career, they decide to stay here. Now, there are some maybe extra opportunities for veterans when it comes to buying a home. Is that right? There are. So um, a lot of people are scared or don't know how to use their VA loan. Um, You know, the average VA VA loan purchaser is like 52 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people think it's the the younger generation, but it's not. It's, you know, the Vietnam era... um, you know, guard soldiers and reserve soldiers that didn't realize they had the benefit, um, that type of stuff. So just knowing what to do and how to use it is, you know, is imperative. You know, in my opinion, you cannot thank veterans enough uh, for serving our country. And this is just kind of another way to help these guys. And, and, and why, and girls, why do you think some of these people are afraid to use these, these VA benefits that, they, that are available to them? Well, there's a big misconception out there that you can only use the VA loan once. Okay. Um, and that's not true. I've used mine six times. Oh. So, you know, the, there's a VA funding fee, right, that you have to pay that's rolled into your loan. Um, the first one is at a lower percentage. So I want to say the first one is like 2.3%. Mm-hmm. And then it jumps up to like 3.3%. Okay. You know, for every additional time. Okay. Um, but in return, the VA home loan, you have zero down payment. Um, so there's really no out-of-pocket cost. Um, there's uh, no primary mortgage insurance. So on a, on a traditional loan, if, you know, the whole rumor that, oh, you want to put 20, 20% down, right, that's to get away from the primary mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's extra money, a couple hundred dollars a month based okay. on the price of the sure. house that you have to pay on your payment just to insure the loan, where the VA doesn't have to do that. Um, so that can save a lot there. So, do you think that maybe a lot of these people don't realize that all of this is available? That's part of it too. Um, you know, guard soldiers, if you've completed um, a year deployment or a six-year tour with the part-time mm-hmm. National Guard, Army Reserve, Air Guard, um, you do qualify. So, you can log online and to the Department of Defense and try and get your COE, your Certificate of Eligibility. Um, that's how the banks do it. A lot of banks can pull it for you. Um, I know I do a lot with First Class Mortgage, and they can just type in your social and see if see if you're eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's really nice. So, I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask. I exactly. Mean. <laughs> you know, um, I've actually had some VA clients that didn't have much money, mm-hmm. Um and so they got the house with zero down, right? You still have to pay closing costs, but mm-hmm. you can do up to 4% of the purchase price back in closing costs for VA. Um, and they actually got a $45 check back at closing. Wow. So, um, yeah, the only thing they had to pay for it was a $300, $350 home inspection. Otherwise, 
And, and, you know, you can't get, even if it's a $750 a month apartment uh, with, you know, you got to put last month down, this month, next month, whatever, whatever. Using one of these uh, VA loans, it's cheaper than moving into an apartment. It is. Yep. And that's a lot of veterans, you know, with the air base coming up here, like, well, we're not sure if we want to live on base um, or if we're going to rent or buy you know, it is a gamble. Mm-hmm. The housing market always changes. Well, if you live on base, you don't get your housing allowance. So they take that in lieu of rent. So um, some people like it. Some people don't like being stuck out on base. Uh-huh. It, it's, I mean, does it really save you anything living on base? Not really. It saves you a, a drive to work. Just the drive, yeah. yeah. If people are coming up, you know, from the south and they don't like the winter, um, you know, it's kind of a culture shock. But um, if you have a family... You know, I mean, you're driving into town for sports, for, you know, different events anyways. So a lot of people like to live in town. Um, So It's kind of funny because uh, I've got a lot of friends, uh, retired military. Um, A lot of them did come from south. Mm -hmm. And it was, like you said, quite the shock the first year or two. But uh, the funny thing is they retired and they're still all around here because they absolutely love this. They've been all over the world. And they absolutely love this part of the United States. Yeah, I was actually, uh, so I just resigned, but I was teaching. So anytime soldiers get out of the military, mm-hmm. they have to go through what they call a TAPS class. Um, so I was the instructor. I'd go to the air base and I'd teach them about resume writing, um, Department of Labor statistics, um, job interviewing skills. And it's amazing how many of them are retiring or you know, getting out and they're staying up here. And I'm like, so what? You know, one guy was from uh, the Philippines, and he's like, I, I just like it here. It's Everyone's friendly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's safe. It's a safe community where I can raise my family. And um, I think that's what kind of draws it to him because a lot of military installations, uh, I hate to say it, but you drive off base or off the military installation, it's, you know, strip joints and tattoo parlors, and it's not in the best yeah, you know, I mean neighborhoods. Yeah, they're so. they're uh, some of these were especially surrounding military bases. They're gearing and and they're they're trying to get the money off of these twenty something single people that uh, you know they they go to work all day and then they play all night and and it's not really like that around here. Yeah, I mean, no, when I was stationed in Hawaii, I had so when I was a squad leader, I had uh, a rule: if you were going to spend over five hundred dollars on something, you had to get it approved through me first. Oh wow! Uh, a lot of my guys would be upset with that. Um, but for example, I had one soldier come back with a V6 Camaro convertible. One, why the hell would you buy a Camaro in a V6? Um, <laughs> but two, they charged him. I was looking through the contract. They charged him 33% interest. Oh, boy. Um, they sold him a vehicle warranty um, that charged him $500 for 2500 worth of parts and labor. I'm like, well, why the hell wouldn't you just... You know, so they totally screwed him over. So I told him to get his butt in the car and drove him back there. And I chewed out the sales manager and they took the car back. But, um, you know, up here, they don't really do that. No. You know what I mean? It's we take care of our veterans and our soldiers. And so I think that's the reason a lot of them are staying. So, you know, after getting to know you a little bit better, Adam, uh, with you being on these uh, biweekly podcasts and things, you and we hit on this last time you were in the studio you do go above and beyond uh, what I think a, a normal realty expert would do, but not to mention you pretty much know how to do a little bit of everything the way it sounds. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have helped quite a few veterans find houses and sell houses around this area. Yeah. No, I just, I, lo- I love taking, 
Um, I take pride in what I do. I love helping out veterans, um, you know, helping them any way I can. Mm -hmm. Um, The one guy, he had already left. I was taking care of his house. Um, They came in and said, hey, there's flaking paint around their windows and some window rot. So one day I went over there and I took the window trim out, replaced the boards and painted it up. And then Prazer came back out and, yep, good to go. You know what I mean? So just little things to take care of because, I mean, moving all the time, the the PCS process, the permit change of station. For those of you that don't know what mm-hmm. it is, you know the, the it, it's it's complicated. It, it's a lot of stress, especially if you have a family, um, you know, kids leaving their friends, moving again. So I just do what I can to make it as smooth and easy as a transition as possible. Because I just I know what it was like, and I was single when I had to move all the time. Mm-hmm. Or recently married with no kids. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know. I know what it was like on the on the one end. So I want to try and just do what I can to help them make it easier. So. I'd also like to point out too, I've driven a V6 Camaro and my mom's 87 Camry was faster. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Uh, you know, and I, I, I suppose you kind of do that too, because uh, you know what? Your paycheck's only going to last so long. You still have to live until the next paycheck. So, uh, you know, don't spend your money foolishly. Did you learn that growing up? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, growing up on a farm, we kind of, I learned to to, re, to work for what you get. You respect it a lot more. Um, you know, and even when I was a recruiter, I'd do the analogy like, okay, let's say I gave you a brand new iPhone 26 or whatever the hell they're at now. Mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate Apple products, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's like a V6 Camaro. <laughs> okay, right? um, you know, let's say I gave it to you and you went out fishing and you dropped it in the lake, right? The mm-hmm. next weekend. You'd be upset. Oh, yeah. But it was free. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now let's say you worked your butt off all summer, saved up and bought that thing full retail. You probably wouldn't even have it in a boat. And if it was, it'd have its own life jacket and stuff strapped to it. Okay. (laughs) You respect stuff a lot more when you work for it. Absolutely. You know, and just growing up in the farm, you kind of learn that. And that's why I'm trying to raise my kids that way. And, and 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 as a realty expert, that's I mean, you think about this stuff all the time. That is how you just do business. Correct. Yeah. And I was going to actually going to go to college for architectural, architectural drafting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have a construction kind of background too. So I I love architecture and that's kind of what made me get into real estate because my love of architecture. And then I was a recruiter for many, many years. Um, At my retirement, they said I had over 290 enlistments in the military without one investigation or one complaint. Um, So I actually am one of five in the state of North Dakota to get the St. Collegius Award um, patron state of helping. Wow. Um, so, you know, I take, so I take my passion for helping people and my love of architecture and real estate's just a perfect fit. Perfect so, match. Yep. Um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, Adam Helgeson, uh, realty expert, how did they do that? Um, you can give me a call. My number is 701-317-1750. Um, you can check me out on my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. Um, or call the office, 746-0303. Uh, interest rates still way down. Time to buy and sell right now? Correct. Okay. Yep. You know, and a lot of people are talking, oh, the interest rates, now is the time to buy. But, you know, if you're on the selling side, too, right now, everyone's buying, but there's not a lot being listed. Mm-hmm. So um, inventory is short, so it's kind of a seller's market. So if you're thinking about selling, um, let me know. I actually have people looking for unique properties and all sorts of different stuff. I, right now, I have... 17, I think I counted yesterday, 17 buyers anxious on my board looking right now. Um, so 
You know, with interest rates being that low, does that uh, can can you ask more for your your home? Then is that are the kind of the prices going up for sellers? You know, it is a little bit, but it's a fine line. So some agents take the seller's market and they try and gouge the price of the house. You know what I mean? And, and I've lost some clients that way too. They're like, "Well, in this market, I should be able to get more." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, I mean this is kind of your max." You know what I mean? If you overprice it, then it gets a stigma, and it's going to sit on the market forever. Sure. You know what I mean? If you price and, it right. And people drive by that house and go, wow, that thing has still got a for sale sign on it. I wonder what's wrong with it. Yep, exactly. And that can that can kill you. Um, you know, otherwise, if you price it right in this kind of market, you're going to get multiple offers and you may get above what we listed it at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in that situation right now with um, John Broden. He's got a, a new listing and they pr- nice house. They price it right. And I think there's four offers. So we're competing on that. So. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'll save you from having to say this, but uh, you're a realty expert for a reason. Um, you probably know way more than the people do that are trying to buy or sell a home. And that's why they call you a realty expert. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, I've lost some clients to other agents here in town, too, that are, they'll just go, okay, yep, I'll listen to my client and I'll list it. I mean, I'll, I'll admit I did it too with one of them, which is the Maple Lake Pavilion, mm-hmm. um, which is still listed for sale. And the guy actually, I was talking to him the other day, he's like, man, I wish I would have listened to you in the beginning because it would have been sold already. Yeah. But he wanted to start that $1.2 million for the Maple Lake Pavilion. And I'm like, that's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's like, well, that's the only way I'll list it. I'm, I gave it. And it's still sitting there. And it's still sitting there. Yep. Wow. We're at 575000 right now. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, that's like almost that's like almost half. Yeah, it is, yeah, <laughs> and it's a nice three acre property, yeah. three hundred feet of lakeshore, two bedroom house and garage, everything there. I mean, it it's at a fair price. We should have started around that price, mm-hmm. um, and it would have been gone. Wow. So yeah, this like I said, we get paid to do this job for a reason. Um, we're not trying to lowball your house because on the selling side, it's our job to get as much as we can for the house within reason. But then again, too, if you market it too high, you know, mm-hmm. there's been a couple times where, hey, I was able to sell it for that. But then the appraiser comes in and says, no, it's no. not worth that. You yeah. know what I mean? So now, you know what I mean? We have to lower our price anyways. So, And, you know, I mean, not like buying a house is like buying a car. But if I go in and I'm looking at getting a car, the the first thing, I if they, they, they sit there and they try to you know, wheel and deal and move all these numbers around, even though it's the exact same thing. I'm just like, nope, we're done. You had your chance and I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to find somebody that's reliable. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's kind of like too the, the Zestimate on Zillow says, uh, Oh yeah. Saying, saying Zillow to a realtor is like saying WebMD to a doctor. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I had a lady call me and she's like, I'm interested in purchasing this property. I'm pre-approved. You know, the estimate says it's two third, 230 some thousand. I'm a pre-approved for 250. I'd like to make an offer. I'm like, okay, awesome. What property is it? I Google up and here was the hotel at Maple Lake oh. <laughs> listed for like 1.3 million. I'm like, well, this estimate's a little off. You're about a million shy. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's like saying, it's like saying radio to a video podcaster. How's that? Yeah. yeah. yeah something like that. So, Adam Helgeson. Thanks again for coming on the show. Our bi-weekly Berkshire Hathaway podcast. It's always a blast. Your realty expert, Adam Helgeson, and we will catch you at a later date. And you have yourself a great weekend and keep doing the good things you do, all right? Thank you. Happy Friday, everyone. Thanks a lot.